Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded live at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you so much for listening. We're really happy to be here tonight with Patrick Turbrack.
right. Hey, welcome back to the show. <laughs> We're here with Patrick Turbrack, and we'll say this several times, but uh, to, to hear more music and find out where he's, where he's going to be, just go to www.patrickturbrack, T-E-R-B-R-A-C-K, patrickturbrack.com. Um, uh, Mr. Phil Fournette on the drums, also been on our show before. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on bass, Nate Brown, who's a, it's a newcomer to the show. New, newcomer. Have you been to Madison before? Yeah. You have, okay. So you've got your, your, your visa and your passports all <laughs> in order. Okay. I hate it when you, they stop you at the border here in Madison. It's tough. I know. <laughs> Search your car. Yeah. Adds all that extra time. So that tune, that was the romantic, right? Yes. It's off of the new, new CD. Yep. Really new CD. Very new CD. You, hot off the press. Hot off the press. So you, were, you guys were at the Jazz Showcase in Chicago last night. Last you night. Were. I was there till, till 12 p.m. Yeah. yeah. We had a good time. 12 a.m., I should say. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been an early show. So. Right. I know. Your, your head's... Actually, it is sewn on straight. I, I, you asked me about that earlier, I think. But you've been, you've been really busy lately. I mean... I have been, yeah. Right? Getting the CD out and this and, and traveling. Uh, Pat's been on the show before with the Will Delisfort project yep. a yep. couple times. Twice now, yeah. Twice. Yep. Great, wonderful band. New York-based band. Yeah, my favorite. But, well, yeah. other than my band, it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, you were, was it last year you all were in Colombia? Or you were in South America? I, I was in Colombia. We did, I did a tour that was sponsored by the, the, the U.S. Embassy. Um, it, this was actually still through Northern Illinois University. This yeah. was, uh, we went as guests with uh, Professor, Ronald, Professor Ronald Carter. Okay. To Peru, and we did a series of lectures, and and then a, a, a concert as part of the the uh, the, the Lima Peru or Jazz in the Park, I think this is what it, what it was called, uh, Jazz Festival. Yeah. It was a great experience. Great experience. Yeah. And it, it was in there on the same time zone, right? But that's what we yeah, found out. Actually, that was surprising. Yes, yes. They, I was real surprised I, I, when we left. I thought, man, I'm gonna be jet lagged. This is gonna be tired. And when we got there, it was my birthday. So we got there the day of my birthday. <laughs> so I was like, man, I want to go out and celebrate. I don't want to like be tired and go yeah. to my room and sleep. But and it's Central Standard Time. Yeah, right? it was, got off the plane. It's like, well, okay. That's kind of strange. <laughs> Let's go. We had a good time though. Yeah. Had a lot of pisco sour. So, so CD released last night. I saw, I noticed on your schedule you have a lot of dates coming up, mostly Chicago. But you're also going to go, going to do some teaching. You have a clinic coming up in Florida. I have two clinics I'm yeah. going to be doing. I'm going to be well, not clinics. These are jazz camps. Okay. So, uh, the the first one I'm going to be doing is is June. Uh, I'm leaving the 19th. It starts the 21st and it goes that 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 whole week till the 25th. Yeah. Um, and that is in Orlando, Florida. We'll be we'll be teaching at uh, Valencia Community College, and that uh, that is uh, being run. The artistic director, I guess, of the, or the educational director of the program is Jarrett Shield, who I met yeah. another NIU alumni, and we'll be going down there. It's it's ages 15 and up, I think. Okay. I think I don't know. I, I should know, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be teaching theory and and improvisation and running a couple bands. So it'll be it'll be a pretty pretty heavy week. I think there's still some spots. So if anybody hears this in time, come out to the jazz camp. Yeah. And then I'll actually be doing another one um, that I take part in. I I um, teach at the Northern Illinois University Jazz Camp. That's in July. 
Are, are these pretty advanced students, or are some of them more beginners even? Or? Both. Yeah. Um, we get some very advanced students. I mean, yeah. some students that make me want to go practice. Like, oh, man, <laughs> hold on, hold on, he's going to take my gigs. But right. Some, it's all ages and all levels. You know, we, we don't discriminate. Everybody is there for the same reason. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're just beginning or if you've been playing for, I know, since you were, you were two. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We want you to come and it's, it's a lifelong process. You're never, with any kind of music, you've never made it. If you treat your music as an art, you've never made it. And there's always room to improve, always room to grow. There are always different things you can try. So, yeah. you know, at the jazz camp, we like to say... Everybody come and just learn, and you can learn from your friends. And if you're better than somebody, you can learn by teaching. Yeah. So that's that's so true. I, I love that. It was very very rewarding when you have your students, or former students, come up to you, and you find out that they're actually teaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Do, do you, I, I find that I learn more from my students at some point, yeah. or learn something from your students. I, I, I agree. Actually, uh, Stephen Duke has always told me that if you're not learning more than your students, you're not doing a good job of teaching. Yeah. If you have a lesson and you're not learning more than them, then you're, you're messing up. And yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, teaching is problem solving. You need to know what the student needs to get, and you need to find a way to get them to, to, to find it. You don't yeah. want to give it to them. You want them to find it. So yeah. it, it's... Yeah. It's you don't want to just spoon feed somebody. You know what is what's the saying? Uh, feed a man, teach a, what? Give yeah. a man a fish he's for a day. Teach yeah, him teach to fish. How to? Yeah. You know we, we want to teach people how to learn the music. Yeah. How, that, that's education. I but think. I know My that's the real challenge with uh, with uh, workshops or, or or situations where you have a large, a large group, group of people and yeah. you can't work with them one on one because one yeah. size does not fit all. It's very very true, yeah, and everybody really. thinks different. Myself, yeah. I'm though I play a. Music. I'm a very visual person. Yeah. I have to. I have to see things, um, and everybody's different. Some people can yeah. learn with books. I'm horrible with books, with textbooks. Yeah. I need to do little projects and get hands on. That's uh -huh. how I learn. And it's the same thing with music. Some people are very analytical. They they learn the music very theoretical. They know all their scales. They know all their their chords. They very technical. Some people are that way. Some people are very intuitive. Yeah. And in that they just listen to the music and they try to recreate it. It's everybody's different, so do your I best. I was wondering if, if one of your influences might have been Paul Desmond. Um, very very early on, very early on, I listened to Paul Desmond. Not so much. I, I listened more to Cannibal Adderley, uh, Charlie Parker, um, a little bit of Ornette, and a lot of tenor players. Actually, I, yeah. I listened to a lot of Lester Young. Yeah. And Lester Young is one of Paul Desmond's big uh, mentor, yeah, big influences. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I, they did a. Um, I forget what it was. I was reading an interview, and this guy was talking about how they had the record players, and he had a Paul Desmond record, and he put it on the wrong speed accidentally, so it changed the pitch <laughs> so it was lower. Yeah. So he was listening to this, and he was swearing, man, I'm listening to Lester Young. He uh -huh. didn't realize he was actually listening to Paul Desmond just at a different speed. So. Wow. That's yeah. right. Because I noticed there was a way that you come and go off of notes that reminded me very much of... Yeah. Paul Desmond, sure, which yeah. is probably Lester Young. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the tricks of the trade, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> have as many of them as you can. So. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have another. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the last tune we played was the romantic that can be found on my CD. Let me promote yes. my CD as much as possible. Yep. <laughs> you can find that. Uh, it's going to be on iTunes and Amazon and everything else very very soon. I just did the release yesterday, but this next song 
is going to be on the next album that we are going to record as soon as everybody buys this album so I can afford to record again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this, is a, this is a very tricky song. It's kind of a... I originally wrote it uh, for Julio Calamon, great guitar player. I wrote it for him. I, we had this thing where we wanted to share music because we were both kind of stuck. It's like, I'm going to write something, I'm going to send it to you, then you write something else. And then he sent me back something that was great, but I, I didn't like it for the song, so I, I changed it completely. <laughs> and this is what came out. The, the, the song is entitled Arthesian, and it's in, it's in five. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the title came before I, the song was done. Patrick Turbrack.
Very nice. You've just joined us. We're here with Patrick Turbrek and a trio composed of uh, Mr. Phil Fournette on drums and Nate Brown on the bass, visiting us from Chicago, based in Chicago. Uh -huh. uh, Pat is the, uh, he's won several awards, but in 2009 he was voted the Outstanding Musician of the Elmhurst Jazz Festival. No small feat. That's a that very well-known, uh, very respected uh, jazz festival. Yeah. And uh, his original composition, Six Here, Twelve There, won the 2008 Signature Songwriters Competition. And that's on the new album, too. Yes. Yes, it is. Which is uh, titled Invitation, and you can uh, go to patrickturbrack.com to find out more about that. But they're here with us tonight in the studio for Mad Toast Live. I wanted to ask about the, this trio format. I don't know, oftentimes you perform as a quintet or... Normally, normally I, I perform as a quartet. Quartet? Okay. A quartet. Piano, bass, drums, and myself on saxophone. Yeah. However, our piano player couldn't make it, so we just do a trio format. It's, it's it cool. It's, I mean, it's very, very fresh sounding. Um, what are some of the challenges and or opportunities that the uh, format like this presents as uh, opposed to? Well, there's, there's a lot. There's, there's, there's ups and downs. I mean, it's always nice to have those chords behind you and another rhythmic presence in the piano. Yep. However, it does strip us of a rhythmic presence, which actually gives you more freedom rhythmically to interact sure. as a band. Um, and the other, other issue is... It takes, it, it's very hard on the, the horn player, especially, because there is no piano player, and so all melodic and harmonic ideas need to come from me and the bass. Right. The bass is only going to play usually one note at a time, and I can only play one note at a time. No matter how fast I play, it's only one yeah. note coming out at once, unless I'm doing some extended techniques yeah. and I do multiphonics. Yeah. Which I can do, but yeah. I just I don't. Want what was to. it? Uh, Coltrane? It was a Coltrane. John Harmelotics? Coltrane could do it. What was it called? Or, uh, oh, harmelotics is 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 what uh, Ornette Coleman used. To. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But I, I don't know anything. About it, so. <laughs> okay. Well, do you find I it also done. opens up harmonic possibilities? I it mean, opens up a lot of harmonics. You can take it somewhere harmonic. else, and exactly. you know, your bass player can start going, "Oh, here he goes." You yeah, know? it's yeah, it's very very true. A lot of times, trio setting, it's very. Very nice to play. Actually, for me, I, when I play trios, I really love to play standards and things that we're really, really familiar with because then the possibilities are endless. I can go so many different ways. I can play off tension off the bass. I don't need, even need to worry about the chords. You, mm -hmm. know? you mean you because can, the, the structures tend to be simpler or because they're better known? Just because they're better known. Yeah. I mean, I could do that with my song sure. I mean, if we yeah. really, really know it really strong. But yeah. A couple of the, the song we just did is a new song I've just written, so I, I didn't want to stray too far. But That's Arthresian, right? Arthresian, yeah. It should be r 5 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a three section there. Yeah. 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 The trio, trio setting is very exciting. It's also very intimidating because uh, one of the greatest saxophone players that ever really made that his, his band format, Sonny Rollins, you know, mm -hmm. played trio for a long time mm -hmm. and did it so well. He's just such a, such a master of harmony and melodic development and rhythm that he was able to make a setting that can usually be slightly abstract and make it not sound abstract, make it creative and exciting. At the, right. He's, he's a genius. Oh, and he so can go on, he can play chorus after chorus and, and it not be fresh. the same thing. Yeah, he's Original. a genius. And he's on his, it was an 80th birthday tour now, world oh, tour. It's crazy, and I heard him on, the, he was on uh, some interview on public radio, I think, recently, and he's, he's just sharp as a tack, still. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw, I've, I've got, he's 80, so I've got some time to catch up with him. So. <laughs> yeah. 
And that took a lot of guts, too. I mean, hearing, hearing about some of his early exploits. I mean, being so young and being thrown in and playing with Miles and, oh, yeah. and all of that and really and having the chutzpah to be able to just, just hang and, and carve Carved yeah, his own set path. a path for us, and yeah. he, and his carved his own path and opened up a path for a lot of musicians later. You know, yeah. so yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to ask about dance. This dance element too. I was listening to the you know the structures, uh, uh, trio format. When you when you when you're playing for an audience or playing for yourself, um, and I think from talking to you in the past too, we we talked a little bit about this element of uh, of uh, of dance and how much that is important, how important that is to jazz in particular. Yeah. But and it's easy, I think, to forget that. Some folks listen to jazz, go, oh, "This is very, it's very heady music." But at the core of it is still this. Oh yeah, yeah. The core of it lies in blues. It, it lies in the blues. It lies in swing. It's it's groove-based music. Yeah. Um, but it always it also depends on the setting you're playing. You know, it can still be jazz and not. I don't want to say that because it, I don't. It's got. I, th I think it should groove, but you can still play jazz and not have it groove. It can be more experimental and free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for me, I like to. I like to have some some uh, some booty in the music. Yeah. So it's, it's different for term. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's different for everybody. I mean. Have you seen anybody dance to that tune? No. Oh, oh no. I would love to see somebody <laughs> try. <laughs> it would be with the. the the, it's it's a it's a it's a tricky song. I mean, hats off to the guys for playing it. Yeah. I mean, it starts off in six, you know, d d d d d d. That's an actually well, three or six. One two three. One two three. D d d d d d d. Then we're in five. Boom boom boom. Da 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 da. One two three. Four five. Boom go boom boom. Then back to six. D d d d d. I'm messing up. Da da boom go do do do. So you have these shifting okay. rhythms, and it's very tricky to do, especially when you're playing in five and seven, you want to feel it in groups of beats. So you want to feel in five, yeah. you want to feel three and two. So one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. Okay. Then you get to here, you're one, two, three, one, two. Then you want to go back to six. It's one, yeah. two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. It's very, it's, you, you almost have to think, I mean, you just really have to know where you're at in the form and prepare for it ahead of time. It's tricky. It's tricky. And I threw in a nice... A uh, random three-four measure too, which kind of <laughs> <laughs> throws everybody off. They're all going, you hear a little quiet swearing in the back of the stage. <laughs> it's fun though. It, it, yeah. It's it's exciting. It, it keeps your mind alive, and and it, it it's tough. It's it's hard to solo yeah. like that and make something sound sound pretty and melodic. It's really hard, but it's fun. I, I think of it's Indian fun. like uh, North Indian, East East oh, Indian man. music. Those too, guys I mean, are how crazy. How complex that yeah. is, and how we were talking before the show about. Uh, um, different different claves or different uh, you know music uh, Cuban music or mm -hmm. uh, Brazilian and and the similarities and the differences and the subtleties and yeah. and how uh, um, so many of these uh, musics are uh, learned at such a young age yeah, and they're just surrounded by it they're yeah. surrounded by it yeah, yeah. and and in, in, the, in the states we don't well not everybody gets that it seems to be just just a different different for it's everybody most yes. most of uh, um, American music is for yeah, mm -hmm. that's what we're surrounded by. Two, I mean, the blues. You even your shelf. Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. That's American music. Yeah. It's it's four on the floor. You know, four. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's changing in, in jazz. A lot of people are really exploring different yeah. 
I mean, that, that happened even in the, the 50s and 60s. Dave, you know, we were talking about Paul Desmond. Dave Brubeck yeah. was doing that with his, with his album. And, yeah. You to know, me, Five, after so many years of listening to it, feels like a waltz with a two-beat yeah, in the middle, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it yeah. seems like I'd, I'd, I'd really, really want to see somebody dance to that because I bet there's some really cool stuff you could do, especially oh, yeah. with that particular song, Moving Between the Three and the Five. So if anybody out there has any yeah. ideas... Please, we demonstrate now. Well, and Phil, wore, Phil wore his big belt buckle tonight too. He's got his, oh. he's got the country belt on. I thought he was gonna be playing like a, a real hard backbeat tonight. But no hat. You don't have a Stetson or anything. Nope. That's no. okay. Those are kind of hot yeah. anyway. Yeah. So what? Talking to the whole band here, Phil Phil Fournette on drums and Nate Brown on bass. What do you guys? Uh, what do you do in Chicago? Do you have? I, I take it other ensembles. Everyone has a bunch. What's what's going on? Yeah, uh, Nate. I'm I'm pretty much just uh, freelancing with different groups. I live right outside the city in uh, DeKalb. I'm getting my master's degree. I got one more year at uh, Northern Illinois University. I'm doing the uh, grad assistant thing, and um, and I, I plan when I'm done after this next year to move into the city and pay my dues there in the city. But uh, yeah. For now, I'm huh? yeah paying dues, but uh, for now I'm just uh, freelancing, uh, doing a lot of substitute work for a lot of different bases around the city, playing in a lot of different groups, getting to know people. Yeah, as much as I can. Yep. <laughs> Same here. I'm freelancing also, uh, but I stay in the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Um, also have a weekly jam session that I host. I invite a lot of musicians to come out to and sit in. You know, it's yeah. a good networking tool. Yeah. Where do you do that? A restaurant called Lanyap. It's off of uh, 1525 West 79th Street on the corner of 79th and Justine right before Ashland. Okay, cool. Great Creole Cajun food. If oh, you like yeah. the best the food of New Orleans, yeah. then, then you can get all that there. What time is it Best gumbo you'll get in the city, by the way. So. Yeah. Jam sessions from 7 to 11. 7 to 11. What okay. days? On Thursdays. Thursdays. Okay. Cool. Go down. Yeah. That's in Chicago. Hey, that the tune. Speaking of uh, uh, some originals, uh, or in this and this album in particular, Patrick Turbrack, six here, twelve there. I don't mm-hmm. want to screw up the set list or anything, but no. is that on the set list for um. tonight? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. <laughs> I, I um, we we can you know we can give it a try. Do you guys want to give it a try? It would. It's a it's a very very hard song to do without uh, a piano because actually I wrote yeah. I actually wrote the song at the piano. Okay. And so it's 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 yeah. I have another ballad I wrote actually. There we go. <laughs> That's going to be on the next album. Okay. That's just as pretty as this one, and hopefully we'll win, win another award when I record it. i got to record it first. But um, we're going to do this one. This is entitled um, uh, Sleep My Dear. This is going to feature our bass player, on Nathan Brown.
Mr. Patrick Turbrack. We have time for one more. Sure. You guys want to? All right. That was uh, Sleep by Dear, right? Yes. Yes. New ballad. A yeah, new ballad written for my dear. <laughs> D-E-A-R, not D-E-R. <laughs> not your pet dear, no. Otherwise, it'd be Sleep by Dear. But <laughs> <laughs>
Patrick Turbrack on the trio, Mr. Phil Fournette on drums, Nate Brown on the bass. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having Thanks me. For being with us. Go to uh, patrickturbrack.com. You can check out the new CD, Invitation, and uh, where he's going to be playing in your area. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, our podcast producer. Yeah. And uh, you can catch, we're recorded for broadcast in front of a live studio audience here at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue here in Madison, Wisconsin. You can catch all of our past episodes on madtoastlive.com and in the podcast directory of iTunes. And if you're in Madison on Friday nights, you can listen to us on WRT 89.9 FM. And or anytime at WORTHD. Thank you for coming. <laughs>